right here. <laughs> Well, you guys, we have all of our terrors coming alive. Today is Halloween. It's a spooktacular, and we are going to be showing all sorts of places to have fun during this Halloween, including a picture from this past week where the little goblins got to go and visit with the firefighters of Springfield, Tennessee, where they had their Halloween at the public library down in. And isn't that the cutest thing? Now, that's what Halloween is to me. And I really, really love that. And I think it's just precious. There are so many events taking place on and around Halloween. And we'll be talking about some of those. But there are a lot of other things. There are a lot of fall festivals coming up. But do not forget that staying alive and driving alive is very important. We're going to check in with the Tennessee Department of Highway Safety on that very subject. But first, we're going to head to Kingston Springs, where my sister from another mister, Miss Tammy Arinder, did a wonderful interview with Lundy Cup, the pumpkin carving artist. We'll check in with that right after we go to the race. It's the biggest racing show of the year, Friday through Sunday, November 3rd through 5th at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Six fast-paced divisions of racing on the quarter mile Friday night. Pole qualifying in three big feature events Saturday night. And the Curb Records Big Machine Vodka Spike Coolers Fall American 400 on Sunday afternoon. Racing starts at 6.30 Friday, 5 o'clock Saturday, and 1 o'clock Sunday. Tickets available at NashvilleFairgroundSpeedway.racing or at the gate on race day. It's the 39th All-American 400 weekend, Friday through Sunday. Sunday, November 3rd through 5th. Get your tickets now. There are just a few pumpkins left at the pumpkin patch at Sovine Farms in Kingston Springs. It's mostly picked over by mid-October. You know, if it takes 90 days for, uh, from, from germination to harvest, uh, I usually plant about 15 days later than that. Um, but typically, when everybody's out enjoying the 4th of July, uh, weekend, I'm out here uh, dropping seeds. That's because Jim Sovine, yes, grandson of the Red Sovine of the 1976 hit Teddy Bear fame, has put most of his in boxes, ready to be placed at different pumpkin patches around the Nashville area. Most of these are uh, good for cooking, like these Cinderella's. And I want to tell you, I love to make pumpkin pie, but most of his pumpkins are for decorative purposes, although he does have some that I'm going to turn into some pumpkin puree and make my own pumpkin pie. But what I want to show you today is what an artist in Kingston Springs can do with these gorgeous gourds. I don't gut the pumpkins. I just um, scrape them. They, they last a little longer if they're not gutted. Lundy Cup is a carver. I love going to pick out fruits and veggies and especially pumpkins. I call it articulture, a marriage between art and agriculture. He can take pumpkins, vegetables, and timber and turn it into works of art. He even carves sweet potatoes and stores them in jars filled with vinegar to help them last longer. The most fun thing is just to uh, see who shows up, literally. I know I'm the one doing it, 
but I really have no idea. That's the, my favorite aspect of what I do. Cup moved to Music City as a professional musician. After a few years of playing and also being a fraud investigator on the side, he took up the hobby of carving, a talent he really didn't know he had. Started carving just because um, the stress was so intense and it was it was real good therapy. The pumpkins with personalities are some of his favorite projects, even though he knows this type of artwork will soon disappear. Try to take good photos of them and to me that's part of the part of the coolness of doing pumpkins and something that is so uh, ephemeral it's going to be gone in a few days in kingston springs i'm tammy arinder for news channel 5 Hi, I'm Brenda Fielder. At Mid-South Exteriors, our custom sunrooms bring the sunshine in without all the heat and the bugs. And they keep you warm all winter while you enjoy the outdoors all year round. They add real value because we build them like your house to match your house. Or let us save you energy by replacing your windows and old siding. And because we have no retail overhead, we come to you and sell direct to you for less. Call us at 833-8003 or visit us at MidSouthExteriors.com. Thank you to Tammy Yorinder from RFD TV, who shares her stories with us. And that story from Lundy Cup came from her, used with her permission. So thank you so much, Tammy. We appreciate that. Well, the Nashville Ghost Tours are the, it's an incredible story behind this company. And they have stories and ghost tours in 70 different cities, including the Lizzie Borden House and, of course, Nashville. And it's the... It's just incredible. And we got an in-depth in-depth interview with uh, Mark Therian, one of their historian ghost tour operators. He's just fantastic. And boy, did he have some stories. But if you're having friends into town, I recommend very highly Haunted Nashville. Nashville Ghost Tours, nashvilleghost.com, how you find them. And they are fantastic. But here's a little behind the scenes, and we'll share that with you now. And for a full interview, stay tuned this coming this week, since it is a year round experience to go on a ghost tour in Nashville, we will be sharing it on our Taste of Nashville show that I host with the incredible John Dwyer. Well, that's coming up, but Nashville ghost tours now. Nashville, this popular it city is home to some of the most terrifying places in the country. Congress Inn. This cozy motel once served as a Civil War hospital. Legend has it the hospital's death count was so high that bodies were cemented into the walls. Ghostly soldiers appear before guests looking for their hospital bed. Mount Olive Cemetery. You don't have to wait until nightfall to catch paranormal activity at this majestic cemetery. It is the final resting place for historical figures that can be seen and heard day or night. You will experience this and more on Nashville Ghost Tours. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. as we take you on a walking tour of Nashville's most notorious haunted places. They have greatly expanded their tours. Now they have tours at 9 and 11. They have family tours. They have adult-only tours. And they have ghost tour pub crawls. 
because there's not, not, as he pointed out, I don't think there's any bartender in Nashville that hasn't seen a ghost. So ghost tours, mm, we got them. And we'll tell you more on Taste of Nashville coming up. We've also got a brand new single from Mark Elliott, who has been a, 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 a frequent visitor to our show and we love him and his brand new song is for the fall and for Halloween for spooks and for goblins and it's coming right up. At Chapels we pride ourselves on offering a wide variety of the freshest fruits and vegetables handpicked just for you. We have a wide selection of the freshest highest quality meats that will leave your taste buds craving more. Our friendly staff is always ready to lend a helping hand. We believe in treating every customer like family because at Chapels, your family is our family. We've been locally owned and operated for over 60 years. You can visit any of our Chapels locations in Dixon, White Bluff, McEwen, and Centerville. Jack-o'-lantern lights The sun burns out And the dead come to life Campfire sparks flicker in the dark The air turns cool And the wind cuts sharp I've never been afraid of October When the demons and the ghosts Were taking over town Pick myself up when the leaves hit the ground It's the only fall that don't bring me down The only thing I fear is another year Counting down the months for the colors to appear The bones of trees dance for old hallows Scares the little boys and girls, but it don't scare me. I've never been afraid of October when the demons and the ghosts were taking over town. I pick myself up when the leaves hit the ground. It's the only fall that don't bring me down. I've gone broke and lost it all. Tripped and fell and hit the wall But the season comes around It don't bring me down I've never been afraid of October When the demons and the ghosts were taking over town I pick myself up when the leaves hit the ground And the shadows come out It's the only fall that don't bring me only fall that don't bring me the only fall that don't bring me about that song follow mark elliott creative.com mark elliott creative because he's an author he is a traveling 
troubadour and he's a great songwriter and the only fall that don't let me down and i just love it the only fall that don't bring me down such cool kind of grassy but always fun hey when we come back we will check in with kim van Atta from the tennessee highway safety department how to stay safe and keep your little goblins safe as you are out this evening when are the most dangerous times when you're driving home if you don't have little goblins you may not realize so stick around at Fred's Flooring, we're your source for quality flooring options. Our extensive experience and knowledge in the industry means we have the expertise to get the job done right. From carpet to tile, hardwood to laminate and luxury vinyl, we have everything you need to find the perfect floor for your home. As the Main Street Award favorite floor store winner for 2023, we know what it takes to satisfy our customers. And with our convenient financing options, you can get your dream floors now and pay over time. Visit fredsfloors.com or call us today. It's time for a new episode of Streetwise. I'm Devin O'Day, along with Kim Van Atta from the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. And we're going to be talking about Halloween. <laughs> and it can be a wonderful time. It should be a wonderful time. But it's also one of the most dangerous times of the year for pedestrians and children. I read they're 47% more likely to be hit on Halloween than any other time. It's I think probably they're worried about their treats and they're looking down in their bags and what do I have and where can I go next? So they're running to the next house and there are so many more of them out there. And then to this year, actually, Halloween's not even on a weekend. So we're dealing with people coming home from work and probably not paying attention. So, yes, I can see that. It's a Tuesday night this year. And if you are in a neighborhood, you're going to have to really watch it because especially between... And, and, and what are the hours that we're really talking about where it's really the most active? Because they start early. They do start early, but... I mean, it's almost winter, so the days are getting shorter. It's getting dark earlier. And then the dusk, where it's halfway between dark and light, that's a problem too, because you can see some, but maybe not as well as you could see. And again, like I said, these kids, if they don't have supervision, they're going to be running to the next house. They're not worried about the roads. Memphis is in the top five cities in America for pedestrian fatalities. Nashville's up in the top 10 because Nashville's gotten worse. But all of our, our big urban areas, Chattanooga, Knoxville, Nashville, Memphis, are really high in pedestrian fatalities. And all it begins with is just paying attention. And whether it is Halloween, whether it's Christmas, whether it's a wedding party and you're just down there, we want to encourage you to pay attention and to get there safely and drive alive. That's right. Well, thank you for your time today, Kim. Uh, these are very important things. And I know that people are going to watch this show and they're going to think, hey, I'm going to tell my kid. I'm going to save my kid. I'm going to let them know that it's okay to call if it's late at night and they might have been drinking. Even if they weren't supposed to, they're going to call and they're going to get home safely. That's all we want is for everybody to get home safely. Thanks for all you do in the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, too. No, I appreciate that. Thank you. And thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to be a media platform and to come and share our message. That's what we hope, that it's going to make a difference for someone. And it will. And it will. And don't forget, buckle up. Well, you didn't say booze it and lose it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> buckle up, booze it and lose it. It's the Halloween show. Thanks for watching, everybody.
Hey guys, it's me again. I'm going to talk about the Bellwitch Cave Farm. Now, my grandparents traced the farm all the way back to a man named William Crawford. Now, William Crawford owned it before the Bells, and he sold 220 acres to John Bell. And according to the deed, it says, On the 27th day of August, in the year of our Lord, 1807, William Crawford sold 220 acres for $100 to John Bell. The deed itself is dated May 30th, 1808. Okay, so basically here, I'm going to draw out what John Bell had owned. Um, but the deed says, beginning at the Thomas Kennedy's corner stake, in the east boundary line of the original survey, west said Kennedy's line, 196 poles crossing the river to a state west bank thence down to the menders to a white oak in the west boundary at the line of the original survey. So basically it starts here, goes over well, goes over to the river, traces it around, goes down to our driveway. And then it says with the old line south, 104 poles, to a stake three poles south of a black oak marked as a corner. So it goes down just a little bit further here. Thence 101 poles to a white oak and a red oak. Thence nor along the old line to the beginning. So it goes from here all the way over and then up again. And then this is basically what John Bell owned. William Crawford received a land grant, and it says in the deed that to John Bell, that originally granted to said to William Crawford, assignee, the heirs of William Hollis, the preemption of 640 acres. Now, if you will look at the aerial view here, outlined in orange, was the land grant given to William Crawford, outlined in blue, is the 220 acres John Bell purchased for $100. The Bell family still owns that in pink, and my grandparents own here in yellow. This section of the farm went from William Crawford to John Bell, John Bell to Richard Powell, Richard Powell to William Ayers, William Ayers to Richard Powell, Richard Powell to John Bell Jr., John Bell Jr. to John Bell Cook. My grandmother said they had some difficulties here because it was passed along in a will. Later, they found a deed from A.D. Allsbrook that matched the description of the property. From here, they traced it all the way down their deed to the farm it is on now. The farm is now 101 acres, and the Kirby Farm has owned it since 1993. Well, that's just a little history about the Bell Witch Farm. And the cave is now owned by a family. Bellwitchcave.com is where you find out how to get there, how to take a tour there. And it is, it's quite scary. I mean, it really is. But it is the only, the only time in history that a death certificate anywhere has said officially cause of death, death by spirit. So it's pretty scary. Pretty scary if you're going to go to a place, I don't know. I've never been, and I'll tell you right now, even, even at the Hermitage, Old Hickory, 
uh, Andrew Jackson, President Andrew Jackson was driving along and his horse reared back and would not go on the road in front of the Bell Witch Cave. Saw something across the road, would not go. And it was, and it's, that is in the history book. So if you want to attend, you get in touch with them. They do have a program there and they have some things going on there that may not be quite as scary. Tell you another place that's very full of haunts and that is Historic Franklin. Well, we're going to continue talking about history and preservation in Franklin, Tennessee. And I've got a special guest with me who I see often walking on the streets of Franklin. And she always had a lot of, has a lot of people with us, with her rather. So what's going on? What is this? Well, this I'm is Margie Fesson. <laughs> That's right. Thank you, Mayor. Thanks for having me. I am doing walking tours of historic downtown Franklin. I've started Franklin on Foot in 2003, and uh, we have about eight tours that we do in downtown Franklin to show off our wonderful town and its history. And this is a perfect month to be having a special tour, I bet. Maybe something like a, a ghost tour? Well, as you might imagine, October is the month. Although we do tours year-round, including the ghost tour, the Haunted Franklin tour, this is our most popular tour this month and we fill up and tell lots of ghost stories in downtown Franklin. Well, we're gonna walk to one of your destinations and uh, maybe we can continue that conversation as we go. So what, what's gonna be our first stop tonight? We're gonna stop up at the little shop around the corner tonight. This is Third Avenue. And when, when I started researching tours, uh, ghost stories in Franklin, talking to people, a lot of people suggested I go talk to Ron Schuff over here at Schuff's Music. And Ron had lots of information about his building, but he also told me about the building across the street. He owns that today. And um, it's all built in 1865, we believe. But in, in the 20th century, it was the home of a woman named Nell Mosley. So Nell lived here with her husband, and then after he passed away, she lived here by herself. And Nell, at the end of her life, now today, uh, you're an orthopedic surgeon. Did you do knee replacements and hip replacements and that kind of thing? Only when I was in training. Oh, my goodness. So I was oh. a hand surgeon. Oh, okay. I don't think I knew that. But it's amazing what they can do today that we haven't always been able to do in medical science. And so Nell got housebound. And so probably today you would get, you know, something replaced that mm -hmm. would continue to make your mobile. But she was stuck in the house. And so what she would do, because she liked being a member of the community, being active, she used to sit in a chair right there behind the window and just sort of watch the world go by. And everybody would walk by and they would wave and she would wave. And she wasn't, I don't want to give you the impression that she was, you know, spying on people. She just hated sort of would missing out. Would it be out. beneficial to stand there? We could. For us, you mean? Yes. Well, let's it's... Let's go it's, get the feel. Okay, let's do it. So here we go. And I love our shopkeepers. They just let us come up in their porches and we we just get to make ourselves so she's right gonna at be home. right here she's inside 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 and that's where she sits day in day out for a number of years until she died in 1987 so she and her, she had not had children she had some nephews who put the house up for auction and Ron Schuff across the street bought it he had been in business for nine years he'd been quite very successful but he wanted to expand in here and make it his piano showroom and also some of his teachers gave lessons well one day about six months after he, 
he'd taken over the building. He was standing on the porch of his building over there with one of his teachers. This teacher was a student at Belmont. And Ron and the man are talking, and Ron says to the young man, he said, hey, would you mind going across the street? I left some papers in the hallway of our new building. Just get them for me. And this young man said, sure, of course, Ron, no problem. So Ron said he watched him just stroll across the street, or I like to say moseyed across the street to the Mosley house. And he goes inside. He's just inside a second, and then he, he shoots, like he's, he just races out like he's been shot out of a cannon. And he's like, <gasps> hands the papers to Ron. And Ron said, what's up? Like, are you, is something, everything okay? And he said, Ron, he said, make sure in the future you schedule all my lessons over here. Don't schedule any of my lessons over there. In fact, when I come down here from Nashville, I'm going, I'm going to stay over here. I'm not ever going back in there again. And Ron said, well, why not? What's the matter with over there? And he said, I just saw Miss Mosley. And that is all he would say. <laughs> but he, he insisted that he had seen her. And as we all knew, she had been gone for six months. But there she was. Wow, what so, a great story. So this is a real tease to the rest of your yes, tours and the rest of the stops. So That's exactly so, right. So uh, how often do you do the tours? How does people? How do people get on the tour? Well, we do the tour every night in October, Monday, seven days a week. Most of the time, um, it's Monday through Saturday. And to book a tour, you just go to franklinonfoot.com, and I have uh, just an easy way to book a tour online, and then you show up and prepare to be entertained. Thank you for uh, visiting sure. with us and sure, uh, doing the walking tour. And we look forward to seeing you walking around the streets with okay. a lot of tours. That's right. I hope it continues. Great. Thanks, Mayor. Well, thank you, FranklinOnFoot.com, and whether it is Franklin, whether it is out in Adams, Tennessee for the Bell Witch, or whether it is, you know, the White Bluff Screamer. I mean, there are ghost stories that are bounding everywhere, and of course, ghost tours Nashville. If you know of a great haunting, put it in the comments and let us know. Of course, we can't forget Hurricane Mills, the woman in white is out at Hurricane Mills, Loretta Lynn's uh, estate out in Hurricane Mills, Tennessee. We're going to close our show now with C.J. Field, who has a song called Mama Says Nothing Good Happens After Midnight. And that is closing our show. Be safe, be kind, and remember you are loved. Have a safe, spooktacular Halloween.